Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the worst New York Rangers podcast, a podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. Welcome back to the off-season show, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. I break down one good thing, one bad thing, one ugly thing. Let's get into it. Let us start with the good. The good is we are six weeks and two days from opening night. Opening night will be against the Savers in Buffalo. And we are three weeks and five days from preseason. So less than a month, we will see the Rangers on the ice playing. Our first game back with that is on a Sunday, 9-24 at 2 p.m. against the Boston Bruins. So. Pretty exciting. We are not too far off from seeing the boys back. And honestly, preseason is going to be really cool this year. We have a lot of pieces that are going to be playing. I know I keep talking about it, but it's something that you don't really want to miss. So we're going to have a few games before we start. I think six, six preseason games before we see Buffalo in the regular season and the start of the season, rather. So it's going to be fun. I'm really, really, really excited about it. And we're going to do some speculations on who who's going to be in this lineup and who's going to actually stick in this lineup from, you know, from the minors and the other guys that are not a shoe in to be in the lineup. So that'll be fun to talk about when the time gets a little bit closer. We're going to move right along into the bad. And this bad to me isn't a fucking bad, but you know, you got people talking and people complaining online. Alexi Lafreniere is now re-signed for two years, completing the trifecta. That is the kids line. We have Kako, we got Heedle, and we got Lafreniere. I'm seeing a lot of people not like it. I'm seeing a lot of people complain. I'm seeing a lot of people say that this is a bad deal. We should have let him go to save some space. Here's my whole thing. With the with the trades that we did this offseason, with the signings that we did in this offseason, all the stuff that we did, I don't think it makes sense to let either one of those kids go, the three of them. We already had Phil locked in. We already have Capo in. We needed to lock in Lafreniere because... Like if you know, you know exactly what's going to happen. We let this fucking kid go. He's going to go become a top six guy on another team and fucking score a hundred points the next season and help whoever the fuck team he's on reach the playoffs. You know how it's going to go. It always goes that way. And I think Alexi Lafreniere has, has, has a huge upside. Honestly, truly. I know that people are going to complain and say that he didn't do shit in the playoffs and all this other fucking shit, but it's like some of you guys have to realize, right? We got Mika Zibanejad. We got Artemi Panarin. We had fucking Patrick Kane. We had Tarasenko. We had, you know, Trocek. We had Kreider. We had all these guys that were insane. They're stars, you know, legends, veterans, whatever you want to call these guys. And we did not perform. It's not the players. It's got to be the coach. It's, I'm, I'm hoping it's the coach. It's got to be something that they're not doing right. You know, it's just got to be prep. It has to be something to do with that. We cannot blame these players. And if you're going to blame players, you got to blame everyone. Everyone should have a fucking target on their back from last season for the blame besides Shesterkin and Halak. They're the only two that I feel performed so well that they don't deserve critiquing. That's it. Everyone else is on the shit list. And to, to put Lafreniere as the scapegoat for this season and not blame every single other player on the Rangers, I think is kind of stupid. Personally, that's what I believe. So we have Alexi locked in. Again, we can see the kids. We can see the kids the way they needed to be played, right? There was a fun little time two seasons ago with that deep run when we lost in the conference finals against Tampa Bay. We had a fun time where we saw the kids play together and do well. 
don't think they can do that anymore. I think the play is to take a veteran line and throw a kid on there. You know, Taco on the top line, put him there with Chris Kreider and Mika Zibanejad. And Filipito on the second line, put him there with Trocek and put him there with Artemi Panarin. That's the kind of stuff we have to do. So we'll see what happens with all this, but I think that this is good for us. I honestly think this is a good move for us. And the ugly, and this is probably the ugliest thing, and honestly, I don't know why more people don't talk about this. It's kind of old news now, but it still just fucking haunts me to my core. Something that really, really fucking bothers me, man. Jim Ramsey let go after 28 years of being the athletic coach and therapist for the New York Rangers. He went to Montreal, and honestly, this is a little bit of old news, like I said, but, dude, it still fucking pisses me off because the Rangers just hired a bunch of new operation managers and, and operation coordinators within the organization to basically hire a new staff. I don't know. I guess Drury wants to get a fresh start with everyone. But this guy, dude, for 28 fucking years, bro, 28 years, basically my in my consciousness of being alive, I've never known a time where he wasn't the athletic coach for the New York Rangers. When he wasn't there helping tape up our guys and get them going, I don't know a time that Jim Ramsey wasn't there, basically. So I'm only 29 years old. So for my adult conscious life, he's always fucking been there. And think of all the times that Ryan Lingren's gotten destroyed and now he's back in the season because it always happens. The poor guy uses his body as a shield. But the dude gets destroyed and guess what? He's always back. So that really rubs me the wrong way. It's the same way that I get that nasty feeling when I see Henrik Lundqvist on like the sports shows or on ESPN or NHL and he's like a commentator. Where it's like, yeah, he's the king of New York and I love him, but I'm never going to fucking forget the time that you guys fucking traded him to the Capitals. And unfortunately, he had to go through heart surgery and do all the stuff they had to do to get healthy. So he didn't really get to play a season. He actually didn't play at all. So technically, he retires as a Ranger, but he still went to the Capitals and he was traded there. So I hate, that's the one thing I hate about hockey. I get it. There's no loyalty. It's all a business. But when you do stuff like that for people that put you on or help you, you know, become the team that you are, I don't know what the fuck would have happened in some of those seasons if we didn't have Jim Ramsey. So So yeah, that's it. Preseason's right around the corner, less than a month away. Here we go, boys. And uh optimism is at an all-time high. I think that uh, you know, it's gonna be good for us. It's gonna be a good year, and I'm I'm pretty fucking excited, so. You know what it is. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, if you want to come talk to me or say something to me, go over to Worst NYR Podcast on Instagram. That's where you can find me. Leave me some stuff. Let me know how you like the show. Let me know what you want me to do different. Yada, 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 yada. You know, I say it all the time. But I appreciate you guys stick with me in the off season. We are getting closer every single day. And I'm very, 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 very excited to see what our boys do this upcoming season. So, like I always say, just remember... Sun over till it's over. No quit. In Igor, we trust. And let's go, Rangers.